Who has legal dibs on the tip jar, whether it's cold, hard cash or the electronic kind? Tipping or asking for a tip is arguably creeping further into restaurant and cafe culture in New Zealand. This week, Checkpoints reported on the rise of a new FPOS machine that poses the sometimes awkward tipping question to customers on a brightly lit screen. It's hard to ignore. Do you want to tip 5, 10 or 15%? And boy, it is clear you have strong feelings one way or the other about tipping. But electronic tipping also raises a bunch of questions like who actually gets the coin. Employment lawyer Barbara Bucket from Bucket Lawyer joins us now. Kia ora, Barbara. Kia ora, Lisa. Let's start with very first, who has the legal right to the tip jar? Well, who would have thought that the FPOS was going to be the disruptor of our tip jar, but it's really put it right to the fore, and the answer is, I'd like to say it the other way, but it belongs to the employer. It's received through the FPOS as business income, and um, unlike other countries, we don't have any legislation that says otherwise. If you're in the States or the UK, there is legislation which ring-fences the allocation of these payments and um, where the employer controls them and influences it has to go if it's been ring-fenced as a tip to the employer. But in this country, we don't have that legislation. So maybe that's what's going to solve the problem. Do you know what? A lot of people will be floored by that, Barbara, because you go into a restaurant, you have a nice meal, and you think, wow, I had great service. I need to give some money. And as we move more and more to cashless society, they think they're giving it via the FPOS machine. But the staff member actually has no legal right to that money. No, it's a myth, isn't it? Because it's received in the course of employment. It's but for the employment, they wouldn't get the money. So that's how you'd sort of define it. But yes, it is a myth because it is seen as always, uh, you know, a direct payment which avoids the um, the, the business, the employer you know, or the organisation. Yep. So given that it is uh, passing over to the company, the business, via an electronic means, is it being taxed then? Well, it will be. It'll be income, and then of course, if they allocate it, it's 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 uh, it's it's a it's a wage component. So it's but if it, as it's received, it would be business income, and yes, it would be subject to some interest by the IRD. Because or we... ought to be, which is interesting, isn't it? Because that's been the whole point about this. It's been an under-counter sort of payment, and nobody's. I mean, no one's really been taken much interest in the tip jar, for example. We have had an overwhelming amount of feedback since we started looking at the issue of tips and, in fact, have been told one example where um, a business got into difficulty, staff never saw any of the tips um, that were, were coming through the business. If it's paid in cash into a physical jar on the counter, does that change things at all? No, it won't, but it's never been seen that way and how do you account for it, I guess? Uh, so that's really, it doesn't change it, but in fact what's highlighted is it, because it's, it's got a direct control aspect to, to it now, but no, in the past, but I guess if in their revenue or someone had been interested in it, they would be looking at that. So in terms of a worker's rights or any comeback to that money, which is being paid, one would argue as a result of their performance and their good performance, there is zero claim to that. 
That's the way I see it. It's still employer property. It goes either way. It's 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 money that's received in the course of employment, and that's how it would be probably defined. And it's interesting. I mean, I no wonder it's generating a lot of interest because, you know, people. It is an extra. It can add up to something like you know a hundred dollars a week for some people, particularly if they're doing Friday Saturday nights and things like this. It could do. So it's not a it's not a small amount in the scheme of things. Often. Is it legal for an employer to take into account tips in terms of your um, wage or hourly rate? No, no, that would be different. You've, you've got to have a minimum wage and that's a guaranteed amount. So, Barbara, uh, yeah. given what you have outlined to us, um, and we are, as New Zealanders, being asked more and more to tip and this culture is coming in, what needs to happen to the law then? Well, it's, it's this, well, I think it probably needs to take account of this, and this is what they've done in UK and states. And granted, they've always had a, you know, more of a practice and an understanding of tipping, which is very, very foreign to us in New Zealand. It's very much grace and favour and when and how and and whatever. But I think that it, you'd have to, you could do it several ways. The law may have to line itself up with what they've got overseas to make sure that it's clearly understood what the nature of the payment is. And that it should be, if it's under the control of what it brings, fence it for being allocated for the purpose it's being given. Um, the other way is to actually have it in the contract so that there's a clear understanding or even policies within the organisation. So I think what's needed here is some clear understanding as to what the nature of those payments are and how they will be allocated. In the meantime, as a customer, are you best then just to slip the person cash directly? Yeah, that's an interesting one because I, I, you know, often I'll go somewhere myself and I'll say to the person, look, I've had exceptional service from you. Um, if I were to give you some money, and let's face it too, since COVID, people don't have money. Um, I mean, that's one of the things. We, we There's not money exchange now. We don't use it as a, as a transfer. But I often would say, you know, if I give it to you, will it go to you? And they will invariably say, no, it goes into a pool. But having said that, you know, if it goes to share around or staff, as long as it does, go somewhere to there. I mean, it's not only just front of house or the person probably serving you. I mean, in terms of fairness and equity, there's the cook, there's the bar staff, the dishwasher and everything. So the pooling idea, I think, is a fairer and more equitable way. But it's just a matter of having a clear understanding as to how that pool would be allocated and taking it out of the control of the employer. Really appreciate time, Barbara. Super interesting. That is Barbara Bucket, who is an employment lawyer there on tipping. Who would have known?